You are listening to the True Lad Podcast. Come on. Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things that make me. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. <laughs> My name's Louise Kate and you're listening to the True Lad Podcast. Hi Louise, thanks for coming. And so for anyone who doesn't know who you are, whose life is very sad right now, who are you? And <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> right, well I'm uh, Louise Kate or Miss Louise Kate. I'm basically, um, I webcam, I'm an escort, I'm a bit of a budding football pundit as well, I love my football, um, and I work on one of the adult channels. So I'm kind of just in the adult industry and I've got my fingers in many pies. You're yeah. very, um, what's the word? You're, you're the kind of girl our guys will like, put it that way. Football, boobs. I hope so, yeah. And tattoos as well. I'm very heavily tattooed, so that's kind of... Football tits and tattoos is kind of not a bad thing, I don't think. No. So what, what of everything that you do, what do you like the most? Like, what's your favourite thing? My favourite thing is probably the webcamming, because it's pretty cool, because I can do it from home. Um, I like the fact that I walk about all day in socks and suspenders and underwear, doing my cooking, my cleaning, and then when it rings, I answer it, and I'm all sexy, and then I'll be doing other, I'm sort of like, I see myself as kind of a housewife who just walks around naked all day, and it's kind of <laughs> making money, it's kind of cool, I really enjoy it, I just like the fact that in my little bubble, I'm sort of like doing something that no one kind of imagines, so yeah. I think so, it's like, it's working from home, and it's like an on-demand service, you're just like the Skybox. <laughs> yeah, I am, <laughs> I like that, I like that analogy. Yeah, you could be like, I'm Louise on demand. <laughs> and what about having relationships? Do you manage to have relationships or do you not want them? Um, do you know, at the minute, I kind of, I'm known for moaning on Twitter about wanting to spoon in because every girl likes a good spoon. But like, I've, um, I mean, I split with my last boyfriend a few months ago because I was a bit of an arsehole. So I'd like to be with someone, but it's quite difficult doing my job. But um, I would rather have financial security than love at the minute. So, I mean, if someone wants to date me, great, but I'm not going to go out my way, definitely not. <laughs> She's I'm an independent woman. <laughs> yeah, very, very much so, very much so. Exactly. So, tell us a bit about, um, you, for anyone who doesn't know, Louise also does some escorting, and that's a part of, I think, the adult industry that fascinates everyone, certainly myself. Um, and so, what is, kind of, what's it like, like, obviously, sort of, if I, I, I want to book you, what do I do? called Adult Work and I can only take my bookings through that because it's a lot safer for me. I can, guys get feedback from other escorts so I'll only see a guy who's got feedback from sort of some escorts and it's all good feedback. So they just basically have to be a member of that and then I've got a little page, a little tab on my page and it says where I'm going because I tour every month. I go to just London, Birmingham, I'm doing my hometown, um, up to Scotland and things like that. Oh, so they just sort of have to choose where they want me. Um, my page has like, you can have like a girlfriend experience or a porn star experience and different prices, kind of different things. Just sort of choose what you want and then put me a brick in throw and then I go, yep, I'll see you or no, I won't. So it's quite simple really, it's not too difficult. Oh wow, and then so I arrive at the location and then what happens? <laughs> well, Normally, I leave a be in sort of a nice hotel. Like I'm really quite picky where I stay, or I stayed in a really lovely apartment in Tower Bridge um, just this week gone. So I'll let you in. Um, I'll open the door in sort of 
something quite sexy, just like my, I don't know, some hold-ups, a nice underwear set or an outfit you've requested. Okay. I need to have a shower and then we'll um, just sort of settle down on the bed and I like to have a little bit of a chat, kind of get to know someone a little bit. I find that rapport is quite important, you know. So, and then once I've kind of had my little chat, I'll get down to business really. Sort of normally start off, you know, with a bit of kissing and then I've got my tongue pierced five times. So I like to show off my skills for that. Wow. Does that hurt? I, I always wanted my tongue pierced when I was a teenager. I was like, oh, because I used to watch people who had them done, like, playing with it. Like, And I used to think, oh, that's so cool. <laughs> but I never had it done. Does it really hurt? No, no I've, had, I've had five since I was about 19. So, no, I've never... It, I mean, it's a bit painful at the time because your tongue swells up, but it's worth it because I've got something that no one else has. No one... I don't think there's any other escort I know who's got five tongue piercings. So you're getting a different experience from me. So kind of like makes it's a bit of a selling point I guess isn't it yeah absolutely and I think it's it's a whole image isn't it like the tattoos and the piercings it's like the rock chick kind of like you know if you want the kind of um Stratford wife or whatever like that's not you like you have your thing and I think that's really cool like people know what they're getting you know yeah yeah I'm very like especially on Twitter and things like that people kind of I'm quite I don't know quite personal because I'll, I'll moan about loads of things and I talk about loads of things so people kind of feel like they know me I'm not your typical escort like I'm quite I don't know it's, it's really quite strange but because I'm so alternative in that and natural as well guys kind of like that because most escorts have got implants and things like that and I'm that's not kind of where I'm heading so yeah I kind of have my own audience who enjoy me and what do you say to people I did um, a podcast recently um, about the lad mags, there was obviously a lad mag debate, and there was myself and Chanel, um, and I spoke to nuts, and I spoke to there's a like crisis rape, and I spoke to, um, you, there was like you know the the feminist people and so on and so forth. Obviously, there are going to be people out there who are kind of um, like a little bit appalled almost by what you do. How do you do? You ever have a, like have anybody on Twitter kind of approach you and say like, how can you do that? <laughs> Yeah, you obviously are, you get people who are like, oh, you'll just drop your necklace for anyone, you'll do this. And it's like, no, I, I, I like, I love what I do, I really do. And I always have that kind of thing on my shoulder, oh, I should be ashamed. But when, like, I meet my clients and I get to have a chat with them and we have a laugh and a gossip and, you know, I've been bought presents and things like that. Like, I don't, because I, I'm, like, providing a service for them that they enjoy. And I always said, I said, I want to do a job where I make people happy. Like, and I know it's really strange, but like, no, you know, I know what you mean. Yeah. If, you, if you see, if you see like um, a guy's face after they've spunk, that's the happiest thing. <laughs> like, it's so it's true. It's true. I, like, and I like that. It's kind of, and it's, it's not even just a sex element as well. I had a client um, when I was in Birmingham, and I was doing loads of running at the time and talking to him about that. And then I texted him a few weeks later because I said I was coming to work meet him again. And he was like, oh, well, ever since I saw you, I've been running every day. Like, you've been an inspiration. I've lost loads of weight. So it's like, it, I don't just turn up somewhere, bang someone and walk away. It's not dirty. It's like, it's, it's, it's such a cool thing to do. You have I'm a connection, just people. not, you know, like a relationship connection. Yeah, it's like friends. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, you, you do build up relationships with these people. And there's some people I see like nearly every month. So, yeah, it's not, people are always going to be appalled. But they're just people who don't, who don't know the industry and they just think that we're all crackheads who are walking the streets and that's definitely what I don't do. <laughs> no, I think as well, I think the the one thing that a lot of women perhaps um, would sort of struggle with is, is to them they associate sex with love and, and a connection and they would say like how can you 
like sleep with these men with no regard so I mean have you ever kind of had a situation where you've had feelings for the person you're with or anything like that no because I can um I can kind of disassociate that like I like the thing is I don't have a lot of sex in my personal life because I only want to sleep with someone who I really like yeah you know, who I'm just gonna so it's kind of doing this is stops me from just randomly having sex with people because I think if I'm going to randomly have sex with someone I'm going to like they're going to pay for it mm. I kind of it's sort of it's really weird it's made me quite kind of not prudish in my normal life but there's, there's definitely a difference between work sex and, and normal sex like I enjoy both of them but in different ways sex is different with someone you love without a doubt but when when I'm working I'm Louise and when I'm not working I'm someone else so yeah that's it's like an alter ego almost isn't it yeah like like an actress really like somebody playing in EastEnders they're not that character all the time are they no that's how you do no and what about um kind of the other element um we I I last time I did a, a podcast and we had an escort and and adult kind of workers on we had a lot of people sort of saying you know how do you feel about obviously I take it married people come to see you and so on like how do you feel about that well, do you know what? I've had like a massive, massive debate on Twitter about this. Uh, my last boyfriend, I was with for seven months, and I found out he'd had another girlfriend of a year oh, while wow. we were together. So yeah, and and he's the only person I've ever really told everyone about Twitter about, and I was sort of, and I was like, and I, I wouldn't cheat anymore, and I was really anti that. And I had a lot of people saying to me, "Well, what do you think about you know these married people coming to see you?" And I said, "The, the thing is, is, is one they're choosing to come to me. I can't stop that. If it's not me, it's someone else." I said, and the thing is, is that I, I'm not trying to steal them away from their wife. I'm just mm-hmm. giving them something their wife isn't. If you're having an affair, there's like feelings involved, isn't there? But I'm just. You know, as soon as their time's up, I want them out the door. I don't want anything more of them. So, it's, I mean, I can kind of understand from the wise point of view, but if it's not going to be me, it's going to be someone else. Well, so, I think everything in life's about a higher gain, isn't it? So their higher gain is exactly. obviously to come to you and get sex. Your high gain is to make money in an industry you enjoy being in that allows you to have kind of control and power of your own life. So... In that situation, um, you're not your your kind of like your aim and your goal isn't to end up with him, and his aim and goal isn't to separate from his wife. I guess that's the exactly. Kind of thing. Yeah, um, if anything, it keeps. I like so many guys I see, and they say it keeps them together because they're you know guys need sex much more than a woman who's older. Like from from what I know, so like you know, and they're still getting that, but they still love their wife. So it's quite, yeah, what you're saying is, is actually spot on, is that like, proper on the ball. Hmm. Do you think as well, though, like, that um, if you were with someone and you found out they'd gone to an escort, do you think you would feel differently to if you found out that they'd cheated with someone? Yeah, I, I think because it's what I do for work, I would, I would like to think that they wouldn't, hmm. just because I, cause I would be having sex with them. So I would be like, why do you need to go elsewhere? Because we still have this. But I don't. I think I. I don't think I don't think I'd like it. I guess people are going to say that's hypocritical. But you know, no. I couldn't date. A, I, yeah, I couldn't date a guy who's an escort. You know, I'm, I don't expect anyone to deal with it. But this is how it is. Yeah, yeah I and I think really it's, I don't think, I think cheating of any description is cheating, and I'm sure if their, like, wives found out what they were doing, they'd be upset, but um, you're not kind of, I think it's like, when I, I had this conversation with a few people, and they sort of say to me, how can you stand there and not say it's awful? Well, everybody's providing a service, so if a pub serves an alcoholic, whose responsibility is it, the landlord or the alcoholic? Yeah. Mm, you know? Yeah. 
And then should yeah. we not have pubs then? Should people not be able to go out and drink? I mean, you are responsible for the situation you put yourself in in life. And if somebody puts themselves in a situation where there's going to be temptation, you know when you work with someone, if you start to develop feelings for them, if you spend more time with them in isolation, it's going to get worse. If you recognise, yeah. you think, I like this person, I'm going to try and leave it, let it let it ride and whatever. And the guy comes to you of his own free will. I mean, you're not manipulating a vulnerable person, you know? No, so. no, exactly. That's the thing. I, I'm just there and their treatments come to me. I don't, um, I mean, obviously, you know, I'll say where I'm working, but I don't physically encourage one person, oh, come and see me, come and see me. And if, if any situation arises where a guy started to like me more, I just wouldn't see them because I'm very clear cut. This is work. You're paying me for my time. And that's the only reason why I'm here. I enjoy seeing you, but I wouldn't see you about the money. So you just have to keep that separation. It's quite like, you have to be quite, because a lot of girls will lead them on to get more money, but I think that's little bit immoral to be honest i think as well the trouble with that is you end up in a situation that you don't want to be in then don't you with this person saying well you created this dependency and you don't want a dependent on you like that would not be fun <laughs> some guy like exactly. i need to see you every day i'm selling my not sofa exactly. so i can afford to <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly so have you ever had any guys like have you ever had any bad experiences um, I've not had any really, like, I've had guys turn up with not enough money, but that's not, I mean, I'm sort of five foot nine, and then in heels, I'm a good six foot, mm. and it's well known, I work out and I do things, and to be honest, I could, I could handle myself, yeah. with most of these guys that come in, I'm taller than them, and so I've just got to get out, and they leave, so, well, so I've not really had any, I mean, you get people cancelling, and that, that's the worst it gets, but I've not had, I'm quite lucky I've not had any trouble, and I think... A lot of that is because if it happened to me, it'd be straight from my Twitter and everyone would know because I, if someone pisses me off, everyone knows. So I just think I'm far less likely to be a target than I've had a friend, I've had friends who escort who have had trouble, you know, had guys trying to push their way into apartments. And I think because of the way I, because the way I operate, that everyone I, I see is on adult work, has got feedback. So mm. I, I've got a trail of them. So if they do anything to piss me off, everyone will know, and their number will be all over the internet. So, and I suppose in some yeah. ways, in a bizarre way, okay, physically maybe not in some circumstances, but in this circumstance, like kind of like from a reputation point of view, you're out, you're very clear about what you do. They're the vulnerable one. Like you could publicise who they are, and I'm sure if they have families or whatever, they wouldn't want it to be known. So it's almost like they're the vulnerable one in that sort of situation. Yeah. It's interesting. Exactly. I mean, one of the things I do to try and keep away from people who are going to be trouble is, is I set myself for like a sort of a higher rate than your normal girl because then that means uh, your normal average everyday everyday joke isn't going to be able to afford me. So then that cuts up so much. So I'm not expensive because I think I'm worth it. I'm expensive because I don't want cheap people seeing me. Yeah. So I, that, that's how like... I don't, I don't know why I've got a, like, a proper good business head with this and I know how to market myself. And if you keep yourself at that price, I mean, I saw a client a little while ago and we didn't even have sex, it was foot fetish, and this was an out call as well, so it's more expensive. And we had a right laugh, didn't do anything really, um, and then after I stayed and had some steak and a glass of wine, and he gave me like a couple of hundred quid tip. Wow. And that's the sort of client. That's the sort of clients I get. I don't get the guys who walk in, fuck me, and leave. I get, you know, they come in, we chat, we have sex, and we chat again, and then they leave, and then I get really nice field reports and nice texts from them and things like that. So that's that's just kind of the angle that I go at anyway. So and it works well. I'm happy with it. That's a good idea. So what about on saucy time? So if somebody books um, a face call with you, like what do what do they get? Um, for me, with my saucy time, um, with a five-minute call, I do a topless strip. Um, 
I used to do full steps. The reason I don't, um, all of I don't know if you read my Saucy Time page. Uh, all of my money that I make from Saucy Time, I give to a different charity each month. Oh wow! Um, so yeah, I kind of like I started doing it every other month. Um, one of my exes, his mum had uh, multiple sclerosis, I did it for them. And then I kind of the res- the response I got from that was like quite overwhelming. So every month now, um, I pick a charity. Normally I just ask on Twitter or find the local one around here. Um, I think it's, um, I'm not sure which one it is this month, and it's on my website, so, and then I just donate it all to them, so because of that, I kind of don't have to put myself out there so much, but I mean, I do, I get a lot of calls on there, if my calls are longer than 15 minutes, I'll, I tend to do a full strip, because um, I used to be a lap dancer, so I like to kind of show off and get naked and stuff, so, so yeah, that's, that's what I do. That's a great thing, and do you think that, um, that FaceTime is kind of like I suppose for people they sort of think well what's the difference and I suppose the difference is that they can take you on their iPad on their phone into their room it's kind of a little bit more much more oh convenient. yeah yeah or you get them oh, like in the toilets at work having a cheeky wang oh, like so that. I've had people in their cars and stuff like that so it just makes it more um like some webcam sites are limited to just being on a computer mm. and this makes it just a lot more, you know, you can sneak off to the toilet for five minutes and do that. So yeah, you get them you get them all over, mostly hiding in the bathroom, wanking into sinks. That's what I see a lot of. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's fun to watch. It's really what, really what do you think is the funniest like experience you've ever had? Um, I see, like, like, it sounds bad to say it's funny, like, I get, Disney guys like putting things up their arse a lot and I like watching that I find it quite funny just all wearing their wife's underwear but yeah just there's one guy who like I don't you know I can't remember his name or anything but he like when I do my strip he starts like stripping and wiggling his ass to me and I've never really understood why I don't understand what the purpose is because it's to watch it it's really funny really really funny and I'm sure he's lovely but yeah, when you see them doing that, or just normally when they're, oh, I'm using my wife's sex toy, you're like, wow, I didn't know this sort of stuff went on. I mean, I love it. I love the weird and the wonderful. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It it's, it's quite obscure. <laughs> I think it's because guys like team sports. They like team sports with the ball. So they've brought the balls and then they're joining in with you. It's just like a, you know, <laughs> it's, yeah. a, it's a support thing. <laughs> Strip together. Maybe it's more real that way. Maybe they feel like you, you know, it's a more sort of real because because you normally if you're kind of like I don't know if you're sexting or whatever, it's like this is my boobs, this is my dick. You know, maybe it's like a you know. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's everyone's got a different kink, haven't they? So mm. I kind of I'm just so open with what I see now, and I everyone's like, how do you not laugh? And I'm like, because it interests me. I was like, yeah. I, I like the fact that you know they're getting turned on by it. So. Yeah, I'll watch anything. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Where can people follow you on Twitter? Um, on Twitter, I'm at Miss Louise K. So yeah, give me a follow. I do. I love my Twitter following. I really, really do. I like Twitter. I think. Yeah, I think Twitter keeps me sane quite a lot. Cause, and I, I have my Twitter on my car and probably miss promotion. Like, because then when I'm driving along, you know, it's like got the white van man having a little purr and then they follow me on Twitter and it's quite funny I get people driving past me holding up their iPhone picture of my tits on it and I'm like yeah that's me that's me so what about your family what do they feel about what you do um like my family my family know a webcam um they don't know our escort but they will obviously or like the doc- when the documentary comes out that I do they will they are a completely different generation to me they're very 
we never spoke about sex and I think that's why I've gone so the other way because I used to watch Channel 5 late at night and used to watch Euro Trash and things I like that. I used to love and Euro Trash. Yeah, <laughs> but I used that's the sort of things, you know what I mean, it's going to have a wank over and like, and I really explored myself when I was younger and I think that's why I became so sexual and then I was like, God, I can make money out of this and then it's sort of gone from there but they don't understand why I can't just work in an office and, and be normal but I'm never ever going to be like that so... I, I love what I do and it makes me happy, so I'm not, just for their sake, I'm not going to stop doing it. But I mean, I don't use my real name when I work, so they, there's no association. They no. just roll their eyes a lot. And, and you know, I mean, I spoke to um, someone who's quite a well-known porn star recently and she was saying that she hadn't ever taken into consideration how her family were going to feel and react and she said it was initially, it was very hard, but she said, you know, they love her and they don't, it's just one of those they just don't talk about. But, I mean, I think... It's just one of those things where when people say, well, nobody wants their daughter to do that or whatever. Well, no, but then nobody wants their daughter to marry um, half the people that they marry. Nobody wants it, you know. And I sort of feel it's one of those things where you're not living for them, you're living for you. And I think that if you live yeah. for their approval, you're never going to get anywhere anyway. So. You know. Oh, no, exactly. If I wanted, you know, I'd be working in an office and, and I did that for six years and it wasn't for me. And I look at what I have now, I, you know, I rent a really lovely house, I've got a nice car, I've got money in the bank. And being like all through the recession, I've never struggled for money. I have people losing jobs. I know friends who haven't worked and I've always got work. I like, you know, once I finish talking to you, I'll go downstairs and I'll open my laptop and straight away I'm making money mm. and like so you know either I do what makes my family happy or I live a nice life and I kind of think if they you know if they love me they understand but they are they're like in their 60s and they kind of I, don't, I love them to pieces they, I've got a really really good work ethic but they just don't understand why I do it but you know that's life isn't it I don't think anyone like you know, I don't think when there's a big generation divide, so often in families, people don't understand each other anyway. And I think it's just putting it into context rather than out. And I think, you know, it's one of it's, it's always one of those things that's quite shocking. It's like when somebody says, you know, I'm gay or I'm this, if it's not ABC and, and black and white, like people are a little bit like, oh, okay. And then, you know, it becomes normal and you're still the person that, that they know. And like you say, you do it under a different name anyway. It's a different kind of yeah. part of you. Yeah, I'm still, it's the thing with me that I, like, I can walk down the street and you wouldn't know what I do. I mean, I, I'm really heavily tattooed, I've got my hands on, so I stand out. But I don't walk down the street looking like a hooker or looking like I work on webcam. I'm, you know, I don't, as long as I don't look like that normally and I can separate it, I don't understand what the problem is. When I'm at home, I'm sexy and I want to suck everyone's cock. You know, in my normal life, I'm not always like that. So, <laughs> yeah. and, I, and, I, and I don't. I don't flaunt that in front of them. Like, I don't park my car on the drive when I go there. I have a bit of respect. Like, I, I don't use my real name. I don't, like, and that's out of respect again for them. So, I mean, they'll, they'll never, ever understand it, but it's, it's what makes me happy. I've got, you know, fuck all debt. And like I said, I live a nice life, and I look around, and I'm happy. And but that's it. I think that everybody truly wants their children, sister, mum, whatever, to be happy, don't they? So if you're happy, exactly. then it's good. If you're not happy, then it's exactly. bad. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? What would you say um, are the t- your kind of top tips to guys who are in relationships with women who perhaps aren't doing what they want in the bedroom? To talk to them, definitely talk to them. If you can't talk to her, you shouldn't be with her. Because everyone always says, oh, she won't do this. But have you asked her? Well, no. But I'd want my partner to ask me. Yeah. To go, oh, let's, let's try this. If you, if you can't talk to someone about sex and stuff, what's the point in being with them? Just think you're... 
I don't know. That, that, and it's, it's as simple as talking to people, but people are so scared of the girl's going to run away. And girls are so much more outrageous nowadays. Well, I think so. And more outrageous stuff than he is. It's just like everything in life. Don't moan about it if you haven't tried to fix it. There's nothing more annoying. Like, have a go. And it. And also, you know, if sex is an important thing to you, I always say there's a top five in life. And there's your top five things that you really want or have to have in a person. And if, if three of those five aren't met, then it isn't the right person. So walk away, but don't moan about it. And if sex is important, yeah. she won't do it. And that's, you know, not won't do it, but won't do the things you want. Then you're not compatible. And therefore, go and find someone you're compatible with, you know? Yeah, you know what men are like, though? They just kind of will stay with someone just for the sake of it. I can't do that. If I'm not happy, I move. That's it. I move on. So Life's too no, short. Right. Don't be unhappy, people. But don't also all no, split exactly. up and then come and tweet me and blame me because I feel really bad. <laughs> <laughs> if he breaks up with you after this podcast, it wasn't me. Yeah. No, it's not me either. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't us. We did not suggest no. it. <laughs> really? <laughs> what about women? Do you have many women kind of approach you? Is that something you do? Um, I have done lots of videos with girls, um, and I've had, I've done, I do duo bookings as well. I've had a couple of inquiries about seeing girls, but I've never actually seen anyone. Like, um, I don't know why, it's, I think women are a little bit more reluctant to pay for it than men are, I don't know, it's mm. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm bisexual, so I'm happy with men or women, so and it's just much fun. It's probably a little bit more difficult with a woman, it's a lot easier to please a man, but, um, but it's fun, so you know I'm open to either. Or... So, if there's any rich women listening, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'd, I'd happily do with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's um, it's also because you're like me. You're quite a strong woman, and you're quite a kind of like um, I don't want to use the word dominant. Yeah, fuck it, we're dominant. Quite dominant women, and yeah. I think that like there's that thing, isn't there, when it's like women and dominant women meet women. It's sort of like, uh, do I? do I take over this with, with guys just happy if you just take over and do what you want and I think that's the awkward bit isn't it it's like um <laughs> like yeah it, it, women are women are definitely a lot more difficult to play yeah, without a doubt yeah you, you sort of you don't always know or, oh my do, you know just because I like it doesn't mean she likes it whereas with a man it's it's fairly simple <laughs> like, that sounds really bad but it's true no, guys just know what they want we never know what we want you know can you imagine the whole hour's booking would be spent going well, I don't know do I want that what do you think I want <laughs> you know yeah, it would be a nightmare no, and what about facey time say so, facey time I've just invented a new thing called facey time it's yeah. saucy time god Emily um, okay it's Friday everybody um, so saucy time um, they can come on where, how does that work how, do they kind of have to go into your profile and book you is that what happens yeah well, um, I mean, when I'm online, I'd, like, I'll tweet it out, so there's all the time. But yeah, if you just go on the Tom website, click on my profile, and if the green light's showing, I'm online, and you just click on that and book me from there. It's quite simple, as far as I know. So yeah, it's just all... And I'll have links on my website to it as well, and stuff like that. So and most people just book a five-minute call, and then that's it. We get to see me get naked. I think, I think that's a pretty good deal. Have you ever had a girl book you on FaceTime? Girls, pick up the phone. You're 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 lagging behind. What's going on? 
<laughs> Get your iPad out, you know, <laughs> mosey on no, to saucy time. <laughs> it would, it'd be quite clear, like, I see cocks all day, so it'd be nice to different. <laughs> well, give this woman a varied view at work, you know? <laughs> this girl needs to look at something other than dick for a change, you know? Not that there's anything wrong with that, and if you have one of those, you should still come and show it to her. She likes to see things. She's like, I think they're so proud, aren't they, guys? It's like, look what I've got! <laughs> I know. I just, and like, when I first did this job, I was just like, oh, you can't, can't I say hello to you first? You know, and straight away, like, oh, okay, it's a cock, and you just, you just go with it now. But it, I think that's just where men are just a little bit different in that respect they don't mind but yeah they've definitely shown off <laughs> <laughs>